Practices law in the Supreme Court in India. She focuses on environmental and animal welfare law. Hi, Ambika. Welcome to my show. Hi, Vedan. Thank you for having me on your show. I've been listening to um, a lot of your episodes, and I really enjoy them. And I think you're doing a fantastic job. Thank you. So, Ambika, I'm curious to know what is law. So. Vedan, the law is basically a set of rules. So, for example, in your class, you have rules like you know you can't talk during the period when the teacher is speaking. Then you have you know certain times that are given to have a break where you know you can spend time with your friends, and then you have rules for when you need to submit an assignment or um, you know a project that you've worked on. And because of these rules, you have. uh you know a really good experience at school because if you went to school and you could do whatever you want to you wouldn't get very much studying done or you wouldn't have an opportunity to learn a new skill like in your art class or your craft class or one of your sports classes even for every sport people play there are rules right like for example how many players you can have you can one player can't hurt another player while they're playing so rules are basically there to in in our own way make sure that we have a really good experience with whatever we are doing at that particular time so that's why we have laws which determine how we as a people should live so for example there are rules traffic rules you know traffic laws which say that how fast a car can go or how many cars can be on a particular street or the really big cars like say for example buses or trucks they can't go on certain roads which aren't as strong so like that we have laws which are there for many of the situations that we that we face on a daily basis in our life a lot of the laws even protect um, you know people who are poor or people who or even the environment or animals so for example like we have a law that stops people from hurting animals and if they hurt animals then they have to um then they're punished so that's that's what the law basically is it's just a set of rules that help us live our life and it's made by our governments and in some cases in our, by our court so these aren't just any rules they're very important rules right yeah they're very important and they're there for every aspect of our life so they're there for for example everything from how we drive a car to where we can build a house to protecting the protecting trees from being cut so they're very very important in the government who makes these laws so the parliament makes these laws so you know what happens is right like in your class you choose a class monitor so much like that we choose somebody to represent our um the areas that we live in so that person they all kind of get together and then we have like our parliament and then our parliament decides the rules so for example in your school every class you get to vote you choose your class monitor and then all of your class monitors sit with your principal and they make plans for you know what rules should be there what rules shouldn't be there maybe for your um like in my school our class monitors and our prefects 
would plan a lot of events for the school and they were really important positions. So much like that, we choose people who represent our areas where we live in parliament and then they make the rules. So either the, the central, either the central government makes the rules, you know, the parliament or even for our state, we have elected representatives. Like we elect people, maybe say not like a, like for example, you have a house captain and then you have a vice captain. So we have like a vice captain who does that for our state. So it's so that's how the system works. It's very much if you if you think what laws are, what is a representative who represents you in the parliament, who makes the rules. If we just think about it with how our school is, it's exactly like that. Wow, that's all there in democracy. But what about in other places? So I mean, it depends, right, on what type of government we're talking about. So I was talking about our country because our country is a democracy, and we choose. Um, our elected representatives and in some cases where there's still um, a monarchy where there's still a king for example then the king actually decides the rules and that's what used to happen in India hundreds and hundreds of years ago so it depends on what type of government there is in that particular country in my school Mm -hmm. class represent for my class Oh my God, that's so good. I knew you would be the class representative. So exactly like you're the class representative for your class and your class chose you, we choose people to represent us in the government and make the rules and regulations. Why do you have to follow law and follow what the government says? So the reason why we have to follow the law is because most times, and I'm not saying all the time, but most times the laws are there so that we can lead um, a good life. So, for example, there are laws that say that, you know, you can't cut certain trees. And the reason why you can't cut certain trees is because they're very old and, you know, they give, they give a lot of oxygen. And there are rules that say that you can't cut down certain forests because they're the homes of animals. So these laws are really important, you know, for the planet to be healthy, for us to be healthy, for us to lead good lives. Mm, then there are some cases where the law isn't um, a good law. You know, it doesn't protect the animals or the environment or it doesn't protect people. And that's when people can challenge these laws. So, for example, if suddenly in your school, the class representatives and the principal decided that there would be no lunch break anymore for the next one year, all of the students would get together and maybe you would go to your parents and teachers association and lodge a complaint and say this is a really unfair uh, new rule. So much like that, if the government comes out with a law which we think is an unfair law, then we can go to the court, which can either be the Supreme Court, which is in Delhi, or the High Court, or the High Courts, which are in each state capital. And in a sense, exactly the way you would complain to your parents and teachers' association, we complain to the court, saying that the government has made a law, which is an unfair law. So, for example, if the government decides that a particular area, which was defined as a forest, and none of the trees in that area should be cut down, If the government decides that after that they're going to cut down the trees in that area, then we can go to the court, which is like our parents and teachers association and say, tell the government that this is wrong and this is not this is not good for the people. It's not good for the planet. It's not good for a healthy life and tell them not to cut down the forest. That makes lots of sense. Thank you. What is the role of a lawyer? So the role of a lawyer is to represent somebody in court. Um, honestly and um, respect uh, the, the, our profession 
So basically, what a lawyer does is a lawyer can have many roles, right? So, for example, in my case, <clears throat> I mainly worked for the environment and for animals and for poor people. So, you know, if a poor person didn't have a lawyer or was in jail and needed to get out of jail or um, like I said in the earlier example, if somebody had decided that they were going to um, allow the cutting down of many trees or if there was or human beings were doing something that was hurting animals or, you know, like there were there were people who couldn't pay to have a lawyer represent them. So that's what I used to do as a lawyer. And that's what I focused on even now. That's the, that's the sort of focus of my practice. Um, but a lawyer's role is to really just represent somebody in court with honesty. Now, for example, say X and Y are having a dispute. They're having a fight, okay? There's, um, there's say, a ball or a toy or whatever or a book. And X says it's his book and Y says it's his book. Then, you know, one can go and file a complaint against the other one in the police station and say that, you know, X stole my book or Y stole my book. And then that may go to court for the court to determine did did Y actually st steal the book or didn't steal the book. Now, the thing is that it's very hard for people to go to court, represent themselves, argue their own cases. And that's when a lawyer will go. So X will appoint a lawyer and Y will appoint a lawyer. And then they'll go before a judge and they'll argue the whole case out. And in that case, they will investigate, you know, who's right, who's wrong. They'll call different witnesses who were X and Y's friends and say, okay, who bought the book? Did X buy the book? Does X have a bill for the book? Does the bookseller remember X coming and buying the book? Or was it actually Y's book? So they have a trial where they see who's right, who's wrong. So for example, in your class, if two children fight, the teacher doesn't just punish one child, right? They call both the kids and they hear, okay, who's right, who's wrong? So I mean, when you can go and you can talk to your own teacher, but maybe, for example, for somebody going to court and arguing an entire case on their own is very difficult. So that's when they appoint a lawyer to argue the case for them. So there are many different types of roles that a lawyer has. So, you know, there's there are cases in which there are disputes between two people. Sometimes there are larger issues like what I was explaining, like a public interest issue, for example, which concerns every human being, like, you know, the cutting down of a forest or the hurting of animals or, for example, you know, certain certain poor people who, you know, aren't being thought about by people and maybe the laws aren't in their favor. So those are larger issues. And a lawyer goes and he, you know, sort of goes to court and tries to write, tries to make it better, tries to, you know, make the law better so that everyone is protected by the law. And um, or then there are disputes between two people and then they appoint lawyers to settle it for them in front of a judge. So exactly the way two kids would, you know, sort out a dispute that they've had in front of the uh, principal. It's exactly like that. Or a teacher. Wow, that's nice. What is the biggest case you have worked on? Incidentally, one of the biggest cases I've worked on was a case that I worked on with your dad, which is um, about the hens. You know how these poor animals, they live in those little cages for so many years of their life. You know this, right? Obviously, Vedant, you know all about how, how difficult it is for them. And um, that's when your father and all of our colleagues, we came together and we decided to go to the court 
to you know show the court the laws the laws that protected animals the rules that protected animals and show them that there were people out there who were not following these laws and these rules and they were really hurting the hens i say that was one of the biggest cases that i've worked on for two reasons one because i believe that all life is equal and if if we look there are millions and millions of poor hens in those farms so it's like you know there i feel the numbers in that case were so many so you know every case every time we would go to court we were speaking for millions and millions and millions and millions of animals and also because the the cruelty that were those poor animals were facing was really a lot like they didn't get to even move one inch for their whole life they would just they had to stand literally on the same spot for two years and that was just so both in terms of the numbers and in terms of the cruelty that it was really a lot and that's why i would say that was one of the biggest cases i've worked on and in that case we only asked for the court that the animals would continue to be kept by people who use them for eggs but at least keep them properly give them space to move give them food give them water give them the basic things that all living beings need that is some very good work that you and my father and others have done and even i agree that men should be kept in a bigger space thank you darling i'm glad you agree what made you choose to be a lawyer so i chose to be a lawyer because i wanted to do some good for people who were poor and for pe- for the environment and for animals and like we all have our own skill sets right like we all have our own skills some of us are good at working with people some of us are good at science some of us are good at math so for me i thought that what i could do and what my dreams were when i put them together i realized that the law was a good profession for me to choose so that i could help the most amount of people animals all living beings in need one of the options i have for a job when i grow up is a lawyer but i do have many more oh my god that's amazing so what are your other options i have many one is a cricketer one is a artist one is a cook one is a logo designer and many more I think you should leave them all and you should become a lawyer. Yeah. And you know it's hard to say because I'm just a kid <laughs> and like, I don't know what I'm going to do. But whatever you do, I like that you spoke about animals in your last series and that you thought about and I like that you I like that you have been thinking about animals and the environment and science because I really think that more young people need to think about these things because i think that in my generation like all of us like for your people who are you know your father's age and my age i think we've made too many mistakes you know so we've we've allowed the cutting down of many forests we've allowed the you know people to treat animals very badly we've allowed a lot of very you know very bad things to happen to the planet and i think that in your generation i'm really like i i i love that you know all of you guys are thinking about these things because it means that when you grow up and you know you start working in whatever in whatever job you decide whether it's law whether it's logo design you'll um you'll have these values in you so whatever decisions you'll take you won't just think of yourself but you'll also think of um 
the planet and the animals and people in need and i think that's when things will start to get much better yeah i agree with that too and i've also heard from my father that that he's done many mistakes have <laughs> you but i mean i think i think that this situation is also very positive right because whenever i talk to young people younger people like you guys and i hear so many of these you know positive things and that you all think about and you all volunteer so it makes me feel very hopeful that you know you guys are going to do the things that we did wrong right do you always want to be a lawyer yeah i think from the time i was 11 or 12 i knew that i wanted to be a lawyer i knew i wanted to study law so i was pretty sure from that age but i knew i didn't want to focus on you know certain types of law i wasn't really interested in one company having a having a fight with another company i wasn't really interested in those types of things but i was very interested in laws that protected that were for people who were labor laws that for were for the environment and i found those things very interesting from that age and i always volunteered so I always knew I wanted to work in this in work as a lawyer for this particular cause. So I think from the time I was 11 or 12 I knew although I, when I was 16 or 17 I was thinking about becoming a presenter on TV but then I decided that I would become a lawyer instead. <laughs> so from one job to another job to the same job again. Exactly. That was my journey. <laughs> What are your hobbies? Um so I have a lot so I love well I don't know if I have traditional hobbies but like I love to read I love watching shows I love spending time with my friends I love volunteering I love hanging out with um dogs and cats and different animals so I do that as much as I can I like to read as I mentioned earlier um So yeah those are my hobbies I love like hiking trekking spending time in nature spending time with friends I love adventure so if anyone asks me if anyone give anyone says let's do something which is new and different I never say no Those are some really nice and fun hobbies I like them all Okay what are your hobbies Vedant The same ones The same ones that's so Not exactly the same but similar Okay that's that sounds like fun. Thank you so much for coming on my show. Thank you for having me on your show Vedant. You're welcome. This is really fun. Oh, fun for me too, darling. Dear listeners, follow my Facebook page Curious Vedant to get updates on my upcoming episodes. To listen at leisure on your phone and get notified about future episodes. Subscribe by searching for Curious Vedant wherever you get your podcasts, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also listen to my show on CuriousVedant.com. Thank you for listening to Curious Vedant, and don't forget to rate and leave comments.